0: The green world order, efforts to cease the use of crude oil could be the greatest threat to civilization's 8 billion people. We have too little CO2, not too much. This is a repost from second smartest guy in the world, Substack, and I left the link. CO2 is the gas of life. CO2 induces plant life. CO2 is not a control knob for climate. There is simply no legitimate research that can demonstrate that CO2 in any way impacts global temperatures. PSYOP, climate change, is nothing more than the depopulation of carbon-based life forms. China is anti, quote, green world order, not even bothering to install inexpensive cleaning scrubbers on their coal plant stacks that eliminate nearly all pollution. We currently have far too little CO2, as per this important chart. And this thing uh, demonstrates for the last 600 million years what the CO2 levels were and the fact that the current CO2 level is close to the life form extinction level for plants. Current 421 ppm levels of CO2 are minuscule. At around 150 ppm of CO2, life on earth essentially dies. But as the CO2 increases, it's almost as if the planetary terraforming operation is accelerating in plain sight. If the quote green agenda were not a depopulation control scheme, then they would primarily be concerned with points of planetary pollution. But just as the vaccine campaigns in African nations were eugenics programs that murdered and maimed so many, The developing world is experiencing increasing famines and population reductions from this one-world government, quote, green world order program, and it will become far worse over the coming weeks and months, culminating in mass population reductions, or what Black Lives Matter in Africa really looks like. Thankfully, African-American death vax hesitancy is extremely high. Quote, climate change is nothing more than the penultimate technocratic power grab to usher in the fourth industrial revolution via the the great post-human reset. It is a total reality inversion, just like PSYOP-19 was and continues to be en route to PSYOP-22 and all the other bio-fascist scams that will be increasingly blamed on, quote, climate change. Blaming the gas of life and carbon-based life forms for all things, quote, climate change is truly the ultimate sleight of hand. There is to date not a single legitimate research study that definitively proves CO2 has a single negative impact on anything whatsoever. Every research study to date is fear-mongering speculation and nothing more. The scientific, quote, consensus that is often cited by brainwashed death cultists is a public relations propaganda campaign run by the mainstream media that will always exclude the greater consensus of the more qualified scientists that have all called BS on this scam. This, quote, climate change operation that went from the fear of an ice age in 1970s to anthropogenic global warming to today's exceedingly vague label dates back to the Club of Rome, a shadowy, quote, nonprofit funded by the technocratic cabal that has been since the 1960s slowly and methodically seeding this murderous program. And now that we have officially entered the grand solar minimum that will drive global temperatures down, the narrative will be forced to shift to blaming humans and their CO2 on the cold, or why it is best to hurry up and execute this whole takeover program before having to once again alter the narrative. Quote, we are running out of time and urgent action is needed. These challenges are global and we must meet them with global response that drives actions on the ground. The only thing the cult and its useful idiot puppets are running out of pertains to their sociopathic power grab scams. They are in a hurry because they've been found out by a large enough percentage of the global population. Life without oil is not as simple as you may think. Renewable energy is intermittent energy from either breezes or sunshine. Climate change might possibly impact humanity, but a mandate to live without the products manufactured from oil will mandate lifestyles than 1800s, the horse and buggy days. This is the greatest threat in our lifetimes to civilization's 8 billion residents. World leaders make no mention that the entire pharmaceutical industry, chemical industry, materials science, energy, transportation, heating, etc. are dependent on the same fossil fuels that they want to get rid the the world of. Attempting to attain a decarbonized world like the one that existed in the 1800s and before could result in billions of fatalities from disease, malnutrition, and weather-related deaths. In contrast, changes in climate are projected and who trusts predictions of the future in millions of fatalities? Surprisingly, the fossil fuels infrastructure may be less invasive than the mining for exotic minerals and metals in developing countries to support solar and wind energy. This is destroying the planet through environmental degradation and human atrocities inflicted upon people with yellow, brown, and black skin. The 2022 Pulitzer Prize-nominated book, Clean Energy Exploitation, Helping Citizens Understand the Environmental and Human Abuses that support clean energy, does an excellent job of discussing the lack of transparency in the world of the green movement's impact on humanity. Of the three fossil fuels of coal, natural gas and crude oil, crude oil is the only one primarily used to manufacture products that are the basis of the economy. Crude oil is virtually useless unless it is refined into its derivatives. These are the basis of more than 6,000 important products that did not exist before the 1900s. They are also the fuels that move the heavyweight and long range requirements of more than 50,000 jets, more than 50,000 merchant ships, and the military and space program. The liquid fuels and products produced from this hydrocarbon processing aided the advancement of rocket technology, leading humans to break the boundaries of space and place satellites into geosynchronous orbit. These advances significantly evolved the way the world communicates, navigates, and explores not only the Earth, but the distant cosmos. All the products needed to make the parts for vehicles, wind turbines, solar panels, planes, ships, medical supplies, tires, asphalt, and fertilizer are made with the oil derivatives manufactured from crude oil. Wind turbines and solar panels are able to generate intermittent electricity, but they cannot, match, they cannot manufacture anything. Anything that needs electricity from lights, vehicles, iPhones, defibrillators, computers, telecommunications, etc. are all made with the oil derivatives manufactured from crude oil. There would be nothing to power in a world without fossil fuels. Note, this article is edited for voice performance and message focus. To read the original, I have a link about the author. Ronald Stein is the founder and ambassador for energy and infrastructure, headquartered in Irvine, California. The last little bit is more about Dr. Moore. An ecology PhD must know something about many fields and Patrick Moore is a polymath. As I read other sources about him, I encountered quote fact checking and the climate denier label. Verbiage like this is a marker for someone who has important things to say that the censors do not like. Moore is now refused many interviews despite his storied history and formidable accomplishments. His former colleagues at Greenpeace called him quote Dr. Truth because he always tried to keep their actions scientific. All of them originally thought that nuclear power plants had the same risks as bombs, but more learned that they were dead wrong and that the nuclear power plants were the safest large-scale way to produce clean energy. Their misplaced quote activism still occasionally results in plant closures and his fellow travelers continue to harvest dollars from an unsuspecting public by disaster mongering. Recently, one of these deranged people tried to deface the Mona Lisa at the Louvre as a publicity stunt. One colorful story Dr. Moore told me during my interview was about Monsanto and its herbicide Roundup. He once told a reporter that you could drink a cup of Roundup without bad effects, and after that they hounded him repeatedly to do it. In our conversation, he again dismissed Roundup's effects on humans and said that it has about the toxicity of vinegar. Roundup is used with crops that are genetically modified to resist its herbicide effects. So only the surrounding weeds are affected. This affords greater crop yields, but the claim is made that more and more Roundup is necessary as the weeds evolve greater resistance against its effects. Monsanto paid a multi-billion dollar verdict after evidence was presented to the jury that it causes cancer. I don't know the truth, but I do know there are liars and cheats on each side of this issue these days. I have total respect for Dr. Moore's integrity and he has paid a big price for publicizing his views. However, there may be more to his story. Moore explained hormesis, which was a new word for me. I was familiar with this concept for drugs, which is a beneficial effect at low doses and toxicity at higher doses. Similar effects have been reported in aging, agriculture, carcinogenesis, exercise physiology, immunology, medicine, molecular biology, microbiology, nutrition, pharmacology, radiation biology, and toxicology. Diagnostic radiology requires low radiation doses, which surprisingly some sources say might be beneficial. Of course, at high doses, radiation can be hazardous or fatal. If true, this is also hormesis. Mercury exposures come primarily from dental fillings and vaccines, and the industry makes claims that this is another case of hormesis. Other sources say mercury is toxic at any dose. Dr. Moore explains that demonizing CO2 is irrational. We have inferential data about millions of years of atmospheric CO2 levels and global temperatures obtained from deep ice and rock drilling. Generally, CO2 follows temperature rather than the reverse. Better stated, there is no clear relationship between the two. One other proof is the NASA photos of the Earth, which show progressive greening since they were first taken in the 1960s as the CO2 levels have slightly elevated. Search for Dr. Moore's YouTube videos and read his fantastic book. It now has 1900 Amazon reviews. It's called Fake Invisible Catastrophes and Threats of Doom.